Hi, my name is Easton. I am here with Chris, and this is You're Cool With Me, a podcast where we talk about a lot of fascinating things, a little bit controversial,、uh, but mainly we're just talking to see what each other thinks, and you know,、trying、we're just getting that all out there. Trying to find common ground as well between. Yeah, 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 trying to find common ground, discussing like what it means to like. See each other's differences and still love each other, be nice to each other through them. Like after all, we're in a very chaotic world right now. Very chaotic, I'd say. Yeah.、Uh, yeah. Uh, we're starting today with the topic of mental health,、uh, which, for the most part, is a topic that most people agree on. I think, at least in the common culture, but there definitely is some differences. I think in. Some minute details. I think I've. I don't know. I, do you do you agree with that? Do you think most people agree with? I think I've. I think I've met people and I've interacted with people that don't believe that mental、mm-hmm. health struggles are a real thing. Yeah. I think there are people that out there that is true. That that, that genuinely、yeah. believe that it's all made up and it's all just another,、mm-hmm. another way of, I don't know.、Mm-hmm. People. Some people seem to think that it's another way of exerting control. Some people seem to think、mm-hmm. that it's another way of being soft and weak. I had a conversation、yeah. with somebody the other day,、uh, you know, in a social media situation, where I was saying、mm. to them, you know, trying to talk about mental health, and they were just saying, you know, I don't need your, I don't need you being a weak sissy,、uh, you know, men should be strong. I was like, I was like, but yeah. So I, I think, I think a lot of people do, like the majority probably、yeah. do agree that mental health is an important, an important. Uh, thing, but I think a lot of people don't believe in it, or maybe they think that it is,、yeah. or maybe they think it's so simple and it's easy to be strong mentally that they don't get that for、mm-hmm. some people it's it's quite quite hard and quite yeah you know a permanent focus really isn't it for some people yeah yeah, yeah. I know、um, I had a talk actually with my boss at one point which was interesting、uh, he. He kind of seemed to be leaning on the side of like I don't think mental illness is a thing,、yeah. but I'm going with it because that's what the company says to do. And、um, and so I told him,、um, and I don't mind revealing this because I'm pretty open with this.、Uh, I have OCD, anxiety, depression, and ADHD. And he looked at me because I'm generally an upbeat, kind of joyful person. And he was like, "You don't have depression." Well, this <laughs> is like, it, isn't it? This is this is the weird, weird thing. People, people, I don't know. They seem to assume that because we can chat and we can smile and we can be get、uh-huh. going, that that when、yeah. they don't see us, they seem to assume that we're always like that. That we're on, on our own in、yeah. our house. We're like, hey, hi, me. How are you,、yeah. me? And you're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. When I'm on my own,、yeah. I'm I'm not all animated and excited. I'm much more subdued. It,、mm-hmm. And it's and it's 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 interesting because in fact, for me, and I don't know if this is the same for you, but certainly for me,、uh-huh. when I interact with anybody. No matter what I'm feeling, no matter whether I'm on my lowest、uh-huh. lowest point, if I have an interaction、uh-huh. with anybody, and that's a stranger、mm-hmm. or a friend,、um, I'm immediately in 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 that that boost positive mindset because, and I don't know、mm-hmm. whether that is because of some of the stiffing stiff upper lip English kind of you know. Beliefs that have been instilled in me, maybe where you、mm. you don't you don't air your dirty laundry and wash dirty laundry in public. You don't like. You know, you don't show people that you're upset. It's part,、yeah. maybe it's partly that, but also I think、mm. it's partly because actually being in contact with people, whether they're strangers or the person in the shop、mm-hmm. or a friend, does、mm-hmm. help with that sense of low mood. Oh yeah. And 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 as a result,、oh, yeah. you actually don't f- 
feel it for that brief moment while you've got those five minutes. Mm-hmm. And those people go away from you, and every time they see you, every time they see you, they see this lovely, this lovely kind of <laughs> happy person, and, yeah. and they don't know that that's only there when they're seeing yeah. you. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't get that, do they? Yeah, yeah. I remember at one point there was... Uh, I used to go through Pinterest and screenshot everything that fascinated me, but then I got a new phone, so I lost it all. But there was this one that I had screenshot that was like, uh, do, like it was either like, do you have a headache or are you feeling sad? I can't remember which one it is, but it was like, have you eaten? Eat. Have, like, have you drinking water? Go drink some water. Have you slept well? Take a nap. Have you talked to someone? I don't care if you're going on Among Us and shouting on someone on there. Socialize. <laughs> it's just like, go take a walk. Get some exercise. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a checklist of things that, like, these all help make you feel better, should get rid of headaches and depression. And, like, I find that when you're in depression, it's always the last thing you want to do. The first thing I want to do when I'm in depression is scroll TikTok. <laughs> and that's just going to keep me in depression for as long as I'm scrolling TikTok. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know. See, aside from the fact that I, I, I've looked at Pinterest a couple of times and I simply don't get it. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll decide sidetrack away from that because that's not You've got to get the algorithm. I don't, I, I, I don't understand Pinterest. I don't even get it. Um, but... But I'll help you. <laughs> okay, thanks. But um, <laughs> no, I agree with you, and I'm not sure whether it's a want, whether it's like the first thing I want to do is scroll, uh, like mm. my device. But it's the first, it's the easiest thing to reach mm. out to and grab, yeah. isn't it? It's it's certainly it's yeah. right there. It's simple. It's straightforward, mm-hmm. and and there's always mm-hmm. something new, colourful, vibrant, mm. or whatever happening yeah. on it, and it feels yeah. very easy. And um, mm-hmm. but. You're right. Those those things, all those other things, where they, those those memes say, you know, if you're feeling sad, effectively they say, if you're feeling sad, be happy. If do do something about it. It's not always that mm. easy, is it, to get out and go for a walk? When although although you're absolutely right, mm. it does it does um mm-hmm. it does like make it, mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. it's 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 good for you, but it, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not uh, easy. I don't know whether no. I'd say what. I talk to my daughter about some of this stuff, and I talk to her about um, how how funny it is that you know devices are the demon, and people talk about you know they they um, they take too much attention, and how mm-hmm. well I don't know. I think everything can be can be you can be too addictive, can be distracting, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, devices are a new thing, and 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 and, mm-hmm. and they're exciting and everything to the psyche. But I don't know if. They're that they're there. I don't know if it's if it's if it's the device that's the problem, or whether it's something more basic, which is a when you're feeling low and down and incapable, with have a propensity to mm-hmm. to go for the easiest thing, the easiest yeah. thing that's the closest by, yeah. and the easiest, etc., yeah. etc. And usually, nearly always, mm-hmm. um, that's not the most healthy thing, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. A little bit of it for me is also that like I. Like, it, like the idea of looking at TikTok for me is that, oh, I can't, I'm not going to watch a long video on YouTube because that'll take 30 minutes. I'll scroll on TikTok until I feel up to going again, and then I can actually get something done. But, like, that's never what ends up happening. Like, yeah, I'm on TikTok for longer than a 30-minute YouTube video would take most of the time. Yeah, you, so. you, you could end up scrolling for ages. I, again, I'm not a TikTok yeah. person. I, I really use Facebook. And that's, as you know, my I Facebook... I should delete it, honestly. Well, I don't know. I, I think my Facebook account is, is suffering as well anyway, since we did what we did for <laughs> now. But um, I think... 
I think uh, I think there's a purpose for social media, and I think it's just once yeah. you find that purpose, and, and you only use it mm-hmm. for that purpose. But uh, you know, with mm-hmm. with our personalities, with our propensity for the dips in in in, in, in mm-hmm. emotional strength and energy and stuff, mm-hmm. I I wonder whether if we get rid of one of easy, if we get rid of one easy fix, will we gravitate to another easy fix? Will, will we, mm, you know, and, and, that's fair. and can we ever stop ourselves gravitating to easy fixes? Yeah. Uh, should we even attempt to stop it? Because in, isn't, yeah. isn't it sometimes also a sense of safety that we need, that easy, mm. simple, you know, because part of the reason yeah. for the mental health is, is the complex, chaotic, stress-based mm-hmm. world we live in isn't it is the, that's what yeah. causes much of the mental yeah. health issues that we see and have mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that reaching out for what's easy what's simple is is mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. like um it's almost like our subconscious is reaching out to to um a simpler time to a, to a need for simplicity you know mm-hmm. we go for that yeah. simple thing because what we need in this d- difficult world is a sense of simplicity but actually that simple mm-hmm. thing that we reach out to which is our phones while it is simple to achieve, actually the stuff it presents to us is more of the complex, chaotic, confusing world, isn't it? Yeah. It's more of it. So yeah. it's simple to achieve, uh-huh. but it's not actually a, a simple thing. So it makes me wonder whether whether this desire to stop reaching out for the sim. But the examples you gave of uh-huh. going for a walk or connecting with people, uh-huh. those are the simple uh-huh. things that are valuable that we should yeah. be reaching for, aren't they? That, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just for for some reason it's just i don't know i feel like our mind in a way wants to stay in that state you know like like it's it's even it, like even though these things will help our mind is just like no i can't do that and it's just i don't know i don't know i've there is a sense of that for I've, me and there is a sense of accept yeah. there is a, there, there is a wonder that if you could if you could kind of uh Re reframe it, reconstitute it, and like mm-hmm. perceive it as. So here's something that comes into my mind while you while you talk about that. I'm going to take a little bit of a okay. little bit of a, a devi- de- 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 deviation Go for, it. for a I bit. I love but, it. Um, but um, so I don't know. Have you heard of do you have, have you heard of restless leg syndrome? Are you aware of it? Is that something? Oh my gosh! Yes, my sister has it. Okay. And okay. um, I. I thought I had it at one point, but I don't. But she definitely has it. <laughs> so I, I, I have it from time to time. I don't know if I've got it oh, all yeah. the time, but I, 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 I sometimes find that I'm sitting down and my legs, mm-hmm. I just, old lying down in particular, trying to go to sleep and I can't re- mm-hmm. relax my legs. Yeah. But mm-hmm. one thing I, I've, after really paying attention to my mind and my body and my legs and, mm-hmm. and trying to work out what was really going on there, mm-hmm. what I hit upon was um, that that feeling, so... When, 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 for me, anyway, with my restless legs, when I sit down, I sit down, and then I, I think, and I'm, I'm going to relax now, and I try to, you know, you know, relax my body, and my legs just won't. And every time my legs get to that point of, oh, I'm going to be still, they're like, no, nope, need to move, need to move, need to move, need to move. And it's not like a, it's not like <laughs> yeah. a, a permanent conscious thing, but it just, it just happens, you know. You, and, and when I, yeah. when I pay conscious attention to it, I can feel that they are moving every time mm. they're about to relax. And then I started yeah. to think about that, and I started to think that. Um, I started to notice that, that that sense, that feeling of needing to movement, is actually mm. the beginning of relaxation happening. 
but mm. my brain for some reason thinks I'm not allowed to relax it thinks I shouldn't oh, relax interesting. and that's because of this world we live in that expects constant mm. productivity that mm. intentionally this world we live in intentionally creates anxiety to create productivity because there's a belief that anxiety is one of the key ingredients mm. to productivity when, when, when it's it mm. is one way but it's obviously a damaging way so I think mm. I think the system uh, everything from the beginning of childhood all the way till to adulthood has taught me and perhaps also teaches us that actually while it while you should while relaxation is an important thing to achieve Mm -hmm. uh, you, you should be more focused on productivity, on activity, on delivering, on doing, yeah. on doing, on doing. And yeah. therefore the brain, when the brain gets the message from the legs like, I'm going to relax now, the brain's like, no, 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 you shouldn't mm -hmm. relax. And that triggers, <laughs> that triggers a movement yeah. kind of reaction to that. Yeah. And so in fact what's happened is this system has re rewired our brains to mm -hmm. misinterpret that sense of relaxation starting. Mm -hmm. So what I did to myself was um, I started to tell myself when I felt the urge to move, no, that's relaxation starting, you're allowed to relax, that's okay. It was a bit of a fight with my legs, a bit of an internal kind of psychological mm -hmm. fight with my own legs. My legs wanted mm -hmm. to move, my brain was saying, you should move my legs. And I was trying to use my heart to say to myself, no, 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 it's okay, let yourself relax. And now, mm -hmm. now I can do that fairly quickly. It took about six months for me wow. to reprogram that, that thing. And I suppose I wonder, thinking just about that example there of how that sense of feeling in the legs was really, in me mm -hmm. only, it was in me, is all I can speak for is me. That sense of feeling in the legs was really relaxation starting and my brain stopping it and not allowing it to happen. I wonder if, mm -hmm. going back to what you were saying, that desire to stay in that mental state of down, depression, doubt, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever colour it's taking mm -hmm. that day. I wonder mm -hmm. if there's something there that's similar. I always wonder whether, because of course, one of the things we have to realise as, as people with neurodiversity and mental health issues is that it's a sign that we need to relax. For me, my, my mm -hmm. conditions that I've recently had, these shooting pains I get in my head and neck when I'm stressed mm -hmm. and everything, that, mm -hmm. you know, that's a sign for me that things have got too much and I need to, mm -hmm. I need to stop for a yeah. bit and, and chill out and relax. Now, yeah. perhaps depression coming on, perhaps that sense of ennui, that sense of I'm not happy, I'm not satisfied with anything that's going on and, mm -hmm. and I feel just like totally pointless and self-doubting and, and, you know, that total, oh God, everything's pointless sense we get. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe that's our brains misinterpreting and miscommunicating a need for relaxation because we've been stimulated too much. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and maybe you're right, maybe that desire to stay in that state is the mm -hmm. correct desire but actually, unfortunately, we also bring with it a negativity because we mm -hmm. feel in our brains that we shouldn't relax, that it's naughty mm -hmm. to relax, yeah. that the system doesn't want us to relax. If we're seen relaxing when we should be producing, we'll be told off. Mm -hmm. We're not safe to relax, so don't. Yeah. And that, that, that kind of that, that, that the discord inside the brain creates mm -hmm. then the depression. And mm -hmm. I wonder if we... That makes sense. Yeah, I wonder if we should give ourselves permission to... Yeah. to dwell, to live in that state of nothingness mm -hmm. without it being negative, without saying that's bad, just mm -hmm. going, this is good. Mm -hmm. Yes, that, thank you, thank you, depression, for, for coming along because you told me to, yeah. to, to sit down and relax. However, on that note, Easton, my problem with that idea, while it may or may not be true, is when I do want to relax, I don't even really know how to. Mm, yeah. 
Not properly. Yeah, I mean, I meditation is good, but, you know, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, kind of, kind of, kind of on that note, like, what I was thinking when you were talking about that was, uh, I know a few weeks ago, I was probably, I, w I was really in a state of deep depression, and, um, I, I think I came to the idea that I needed to work more on self-love because I'm the kind of person that really, it's like, if I'm not being productive, I'm not doing right. And so it's, and that's really helped a lot. Like, I, it really built me up from that. So like, I, I still get those thoughts like, oh, you took a two hour nap. Don't, you, you could have been doing so much stuff during that time. <laughs> but like, I, I, I try to push those out and be like, you needed the rest. Yeah. Like, you can get it done a later time. It will get done. Um, and I've I've had pretty few instances where things don't get done, mm. and mm. I would I would hope people would be forgiving. But even if they're not forgiving, like uh, for me, like um, as a Christian, I'm like, well, I don't, it doesn't matter what they think about what I do, I'm doing. God knows what I'm doing. God knows what I need. Where my heart's at. It doesn't matter what they think. Uh, mm. So I'm I'm just I'm trying to get that perspective, like love myself the way I think God loves me mm. kind of thing. And I'm exploring, and I'm exploring, that's been helping a lot. I'm exploring the same kind of stuff that, that yeah, at the moment, obviously self love is an important thing, looking after yourself. Mm. Um, but also the, I think you touched on like, um, progress while being relaxed, progress without feeling that sense of urgency, knowing that, knowing that things, knowing that outcomes and, and, results will happen without you having to work 24 7 at and not only 24 7 but also at this kind of weird intense kind of yeah. focus where you're where when you're typing your shoulders are up you're like, like this. <laughs> yeah. it's just not it's... I know. like all last week i was completely like anxious like almost every day like growing every day because um i'm i'm part of uh, a company that does murder mystery shows and i was doing training on Monday yeah. to become one of the like lead roles, you know, the roles with a bunch of lines. Oh really? And cool. they were oh, like, please, yeah, that's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 cool. <laughs> Thank you. But uh so but the thing was like they had like on that like a week ago, two weeks ago, they were like, you need to prepare this part. And I was like, okay. And like the days kept ticking by and I'm like, I haven't gotten to it. I haven't gotten to it. This is going to be terrible. I haven't done anything. And like, I, I ended up, I'm pretty sure I just studied it Saturday, Sunday, and then on Monday morning and I came in and nobody else had anything. And I had, I had it all memorized and ready to go. And I was like, well, why was I panicking? Like, well, this so, is it, this is it um, isn't it? You, you, you're right, the panic. And I think we've been conditioned to use that sense of panic to force ourselves to act when actually, or yeah. maybe it's a sense of panic, maybe a sense of urgency, maybe it's a, a mm -hmm. sense of necessity or anxiety, productive anxiety or whatever, mm -hmm. but when actually productivity and results happen, they do, they definitely do happen with, mm -hmm. with a calm, peaceful approach. It just, I yeah. don't know, there's just something about the way that we've, and this is interesting because of course it's cross-generational, you know, well, I, mm -hmm. you know, we both experience the same kind of example, but mm -hmm. I've had it many, many years before <laughs> you. Um, yeah. We've both been conditioned and many others have been conditioned to feel that sense mm -hmm. of 
Mm-hmm. I have to be doing it, and 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 yeah. and it does. It does. It like you say. It does make it. It makes it unnecessarily tense and 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 and, and mm-hmm. fraught and fractious and mm-hmm. confused and and the results come anyway. And as you say, mm-hmm. exactly the same thing as always happens to me and happens to everybody I talk about this is that when you mm-hmm. do pressurize yourself and you do really put the effort in and then you get to the to the, the, the the course or whatever, mm-hmm. not that people are slackers, but they haven't put the same amount of effort in as you've put in because you've been scared and worried and tense. So you've yeah. you know you've wasted some relaxation time not wasted wasted is a negative mm-hmm. word but whatever you know you, you you've put more effort people often said to me you know chris your mm-hmm. your sense of what is necessary is is way mm-hmm. more way more mm-hmm. finished perfect than than yeah. than what others expect of you and i'm like mm-hmm. you know and it's it is it's tough i think it's a hard thing to come to terms yeah. with that to allow yourself mm-hmm. to to um yeah. Something just popped it back into my head while I was talking about self-love. Something I wanted mm-hmm. to mention was that I've actually started um, every now and then, not in any not, not, not any regularity, not as regularly as I do something like yoga or meditation, but every time mm-hmm. I'm particularly feeling really down, I actually look myself in the eye in the mirror and I talk to myself the way I talk to my daughter or to somebody, a romantic mm-hmm. partner. I tell myself I yeah. love myself in the same way that, that I tell them. And... Yeah. It's really, it's really powerful and impactful. Just looking yourself yeah. in the eye and, and telling yourself yeah. that it made me cry quite a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to go back to that because I was talking about self love. You, yeah. you know, it's an interesting way of doing it. You know, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I do think we are. I, I, I do think that it's um, it's a symptom of the system that I mean, I've talked to you about this before actually about the canaries and about the fact that this system is it is a system that that, that creates mm-hmm. expectation yeah. and. Uh, for you know, expects productivity at a rate of uh, a rate that's perhaps mm-hmm. unnatural for some, maybe not for all, but certainly for some. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, and 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 I think it's a system that that I know, I, well, I know it's a system that has um, anxiety built into it as a means for mm-hmm. creating productivity. I've been on management training courses where they actually teach you as a manager to instill a sense of anxiety in your staff in order to get mm-hmm. better productivity. It's, in, it's not, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about some conspiracy theory that this system is against mm-hmm. us. There are people who mm-hmm. design the system that believe that mm-hmm. a level of anxiety, a level of productive anxiety is, 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 mm-hmm. is good. I've seen lots of YouTube videos mm-hmm. about it and they believe that it's good and, and maybe it is good but maybe it's very, very hard to maintain that balance as a system yeah. and as a manager or as anybody who's leading any group of others to maintain mm-hmm. that productive anxiety at the lowest mm-hmm. level so it doesn't affect everybody negatively while also being yeah. productive. And I think, for me, I think it's too much of a risk and there are so many, mm-hmm. there are so many other ways of creating productivity, mm-hmm. you know, facilitation, yeah. enable, enablement, um, providing all the tools and the space and the rooms and everything they need and, yeah. and helping them and guiding them and everything. That, and, and productivity and creativity still happens in all those different environments. Mm-hmm. I just I genuinely have begun to see and think that while while um, productive anxiety, I'm not denying that as a fact. Mm-hmm. Yes, anxiety makes productivity. It's mm-hmm. a truth. People have studied that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just don't think it's nice. <laughs> I just don't think yeah. it's nice at all. It's like people. Yeah. It's like old school people who are into that tough love for their children. You know, who punish their who who do things like make their children sit and finish their meal 
even if the child hates mm. it and is crying. For me, that kind of tough love, that kind of anxiety-driven productivity, it's not love mm. at all. It's not human. It's not, it's not nice at all. And I don't understand why mm. we go, oh, oh yeah, we'll apply that rule. I wonder whether it's, um, I wonder it's whether it's back to the, the reaching out for the easy thing, what appears to be the simplest thing. Poor thinking, not poor thinking, but underthinking. I like underthinking as a as a as a challenge to overthinking because I think overthinking is not a bad thing in all scenarios. But I, I think one thing I mentioned to you before is how this the, the system does does rely on that sense of anxiety for productivity and creativity and, and, and endless growth. And if it wants to continue to grow and get more productive and and more creative and and, and more valuable, then 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 it follows that it has to up the ante on the anxiety. Because if, if mm. level A of anxiety creates level of A of productivity, and they want to mm. get to level B of productivity, they're going to have to raise the anxiety. And that yeah. puts us all in a position where the anxiety continues to raise and raise and raise. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we're finding that balance, but I think I see the increase, the increase in anxiety and other mental health conditions associated, I think, directly to the system that we live in. Um, mm. I, I think that maybe we've surpassed that balance point and maybe we ought to be rowing it back mm -hmm. a bit and you know and saying and yeah. i talked about the yeah. canaries and in, in the mines and miners and in england i don't know if yeah. they yeah. had this in america yeah can you can you can you tell that story because yeah uh, yeah i don't know if they've yeah, got it people in watching won't know it i know it yeah, but yeah. People I, watching. Don't, I don't know if they've got it in america but in, in england when when we used to you know whole communities in england whole whole um uh industries and communities in wales in particular were mining communities everybody who lived in the community went down mine pits to gather coal and bring it back up you know and it was it was a whole whole way of life and everything and in in that situation they often or i don't know how often i just know that they did um sometimes break ground on gas deposits poisonous gas deposits things like that and that could poison um the miners and what they used to do was they would take canaries down in cages into the mines with them because of course the gas would only seep out initially they would it wouldn't burst out if it did it would kill everyone anyway i suppose so <laughs> they're only kind of Excellent. looking to but when, when the gas seeped out slowly and it was it was uh, it didn't have any smell so the canaries would sense it and smell it before we would and they would start singing and panicking and then uh, the miners would take the canaries the miners would leave take the canaries out with them and as a result you know everybody's saved from the toxic gases that's building up invisibly like the like the lobster pot mm. scenario as well you know and they use yeah. the canaries and I, and I just I genuinely think that the mental health epidemic we see now is that it's the canaries mm. and I think that the mm. toxic gas the toxic system we live in is mm. seeping slowly into the world and mm. I think it will come for everyone I think if we don't rain mm. it out if we don't escape or mm. reduce it or something even mm. the people out there that are like, like we started off at the beginning where we started talking about the people who don't even believe about mental health. Um, and are like, yeah. oh, you're not mental health, you're just weak, you're just a sissy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, you know, it'll come for them as well. The poison is coming yeah. for everyone. Um, mm. And we, you and I, and people like us are the canaries who are the yeah. early warning sign who are saying to everyone, look, mm. this is what it's going to get like. You're going to end up isolated. Yeah. You're going to end up confused yeah. and bewildered some days for whole entire days and weeks. You're not going to know what's going on with your life or how to cope. Um, mm -hmm. And mm. you may not believe me now. And, and the, the, the sad thing that I, that I just feel is that I think some people are going to struggle so hard to believe that. And some of those people that are going to struggle mm. so hard are people who are in rule-making rule uh, positions in the world. And I think it's yeah. such a shame that 
that they have to suffer it. And I'm coming from a point of view of having developed my mental health conditions, or no, not developed them, having become aware of them and knowing what they are mm -hmm. within the last mm -hmm. five years or so. My mental health conditions mm -hmm. have been with me all my life. Um, mm -hmm. The sense of overly anxiety due to my, my, my environment with my mum and everything. But I've only really come to understand them now. And it's only because of coming to understand the impact they have on me, I look outwards mm -hmm. and look at the society and how that's created that in others. And it's just a shame that mm -hmm. the people mm -hmm. who don't believe in it, Mm -hmm. It's almost like it's almost like we have to wait for them to break before they will agree with us, yeah. before they'll believe in us. Yeah, and it's a shame. I mean, I yeah, I would like I would like to like. There, there are people that I know that don't believe in mental illnesses, and I think they're still very respectful. Um, yeah, and like I, I, I think there's just a lot that aren't respectful in that way when they don't believe in mental illnesses. But I think it's a matter of like what we're doing right now, just talking with them. And it might take a while, but if we're <coughs> each willing to come to the table and hear each other out and like mm. hear like, okay, why do you think mental illness isn't real? Like, like don't tell me it's just not real. Like, tell me like, what what led you to that conclusion and i'll tell you what led me to my conclusion and we mm, can mm. we can talk about it you know the the problem is that we have people yelling at each other from both sides you need to believe what i believe <laughs> and if you if yeah. you don't you're a terrible person and that's like like everything else in the world like even even with mental health we even need to do that um because i think and yeah go ahead i think the people that are yelling at each other are are both uh, you know, in 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 perhaps also being, you know, affected by the panic station situation mm. in the world, and yeah. and there's a desperation, yeah. not not conscious desperation, but a need a mm. need to get that message across from the from the people yeah. with mental health conditions. They need to get a message across mm. to everyone. The essentially mm. the message that I was just trying to say, which is, mm. you know, it's coming for you lot as well. Yeah, the more mm. you push this yeah. system to produce more and grow more and blah 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 the more you create mental health issues, therefore, eventually, mm -hmm. it's coming for you and your yeah. family and you will all end up yeah. as broken as people like me and Easton, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a real shame that that has to be almost the message that we get across. But also the mm -hmm. people at the other end of it who don't see it, from their perspective, I really think, and I don't know enough about this, but I think they, they perceive the mental health issues that we have as a threat to their world because mm -hmm. their world is fairly... Mm -hmm. I can't sweep and say because I don't really exist in their world, but it appears, from my outside, from my mm -hmm. perspective, it seems to be they live in, mm -hmm. in a fairly simple world, a fairly black and white world of, mm -hmm. you know, if you feel down, smile and you'll be all right, kind of thing. And I know the, the, the narrative comes out, yeah. it, seems, it seems like it's fairly simple like that. And I think, mm -hmm. I think what people like us who are able to articulate how the system causes, I think, I think it presents to them a challenge to their mm -hmm. their way of life that and I, I'm just trying to, right now I'm actually thinking through what that challenge is and I think it's something along the lines of um, you know if they if they accept what we say about mm -hmm. our mental health and our and our needs mm -hmm. and and how mm -hmm. the system needs to bend and flex to support those and mm -hmm. and how therefore the others who people who disbelieve it need to bend and flex it changes things about how they act mm -hmm. and what they do and yeah. it means they have to think yeah. more it means they can't perhaps 
perhaps act so quickly. Mm. They can't, mm. you know, get things done as. Yeah. And I, and, you know, and I, and I, and I see all of that, and I see that mm -hmm. they're, they're they're trying to maintain the world mm. of productivity, of growth, of anxiety, mm. of, and 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 you know, I'm mm. not trying to say that that that, that, that producing stuff. Yeah. And being creative and and and, and mm -hmm. everything is inherently wrong, and that to to save mm -hmm. us all from a mental yeah. health problem, we should just stop doing everything. But there's a balance, isn't there, in the middle? Um, and there's also mm -hmm. an acceptance of the mm -hmm. difference in a bit people's abilities, and that some people mm -hmm. can only mm -hmm. produce a certain amount, and some people, yeah. and there are some people out there who can produce a huge amount of stuff, and they aren't. Mm -hmm. And they aren't doing so like you and I, as a result of the mm. the, the the influence of an anxiety-driven society. They are doing it because mm. they are the kind of person that can just just constantly produce, and it's um, it's bewildering. It's amazing, like you know. Yeah. And and I think there's a sense that people should. Ha I think there's also a sense that people should produce the same amount, and that these people who don't produce mm. very much should mm. produce more, on, and should try to produce as much as these high producers. Yeah. And I think. I think there's some acceptance on both sides there as well mm -hmm. that needs to happen. And yeah. I think if people like you mm -hmm. and me were accepted and able to live in a world where because of our situation we we mm -hmm. produce a bit less than everybody else and mm -hmm. that's okay and we're not expected to do all of that, I think that mm -hmm. we would feel happier and I think there are people, I think there's a there's a problem with people who for, there's a problem mm -hmm. for the people who produce a lot because they find yeah. that very and I can see it from their perspective it's very difficult isn't it to be somebody who produces a hell of a lot of stuff and is mm -hmm. totally capable and every day you can get up and do and do and do and then mm -hmm. to see some people who are just not doing that it must be very frustrating for them for these mm -hmm. people mustn't it yeah I can... and I, I think that is part of it but um, kind of going back to my conversation with my manager, uh, which was actually a really good conversation. Like, he's awesome. Like, but um, he, one of the points he brought up is like, well, everybody has anxiety. Everybody gets sad. And I, I think a little bit of it uh, for people uh, without mental health disorders or who maybe have undiagnosed mental health disorders is... I worked so hard, I had anxiety, I was sad, I pushed through that. I don't see why it's you get special accommodations. I didn't get any special accommodations. Yeah. I suffered through all of that. And now you say, oh, I have anxiety. I had anxiety. I still did it. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of a sense of they feel it's unfair that yeah, yeah. Uh, people with mental health illnesses are getting accommodations where they didn't. And yeah. I don't know if that's a matter of, like, to me, that reads more as undiagnosed mental health disorders, because I, I don't know how firmly I believe this, but in, definitely in, in my head, I kind of believe everyone has mental health problems. Well, I mean, like, I mean maybe that, not to the level of disorder, but everyone has it. But that's the, that's that's, in, that's interesting, isn't it? Because that's the where that's where your thought process you were just talking about has to end up mm -hmm. if you go down that route. Um, mm -hmm. there, I, 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 touching on a couple of things you said there, there's you are right. Mm -hmm. There are people who will say, "Oh well, I've been anxious," uh, yeah. so I don't understand why. And some of those people have been 
as anxious and been through as much trauma as people like you and I. And like mm. you say, they've probably got undiagnosed mental health conditions or mm. or whatever. But then there are some people who have who have a different kind of mm -hmm. anxiety. Now I know somebody who yeah. I know somebody who's ang who is anxious when mm -hmm. people don't say please and thank you. Interesting. Now that's very different yeah. to the anxiety that you and I have talked about, and we haven't actually touched mm -hmm. on yet in this conversation. We haven't described yeah. our anxieties, and I, I will do mine now, yeah. and, and, and it might be useful for you to do yours as well, because so my anxieties are, are rooted in a sense of, I think it is for many people, a sense of uh, mm -hmm. fear and, 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 and inability. And what happens to me is, mm -hmm. in a situation, any situation, and I can't pin it down to a specific thing, like I can't say when somebody doesn't say please or thank you. I can give some examples. Mm -hmm. I can say, for instance, if I get a, a phone call that I wasn't expecting uh, from, oh, gosh. from somebody, <laughs> and, and particularly if it's from somebody official, um, mm -hmm. that can trigger my anxiety. If I, yeah. if I, go, if I go somewhere, I, I recently went for help with um, filling in uh, some forms with a with the Citizens mm -hmm. Advice for your Bureau in England um, mm -hmm. and I was trying to tell them about my anxiety and about how I, what I needed to help with and how I needed to help and mm -hmm. the person who I was paired with for the help they were um, they, they had their way of doing it they knew mm -hmm. the steps they were going to do they did it clearly did yeah. it for everybody and it was very difficult it seemed very difficult for them to step out of their normal frame of process yeah. and what I was asking for was something they didn't usually do and that triggered mm. my anxiety because of course I didn't need them to do step A, B and C because I'd done those. I'm happy with them doing D, E and E because that was new to me. I actually had a couple of other questions <laughs> that perhaps nobody else had asked them before but I wanted them yeah. to give me an answer yeah. um, and so that triggered my anxiety. Then I can be, I was in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a shop the other day and um, I, I was. It, it was important for me to find some particular a particular food that my daughter likes. This doesn't matter to my daughter at all. She doesn't care if I didn't get the samosas that she likes. She wouldn't give a damn. Yeah. But I want to get them <laughs> for her. I want to get them for her. And yeah. when I do, she's happy. When I don't, she doesn't notice. <laughs> but I want to. And because they weren't there, I didn't. The the I, I had an I had an anxiety attack. I felt I started to have short breath and everything. And now those are some ex small examples. Wow. And then there can be yeah. some really big examples. Another one is a recent one is I was walking down a street and it was very crowded. And a man cut in front of four or five people, cut right across them, and carried on walking. And in so doing, he tripped himself up on my feet. I've got long old legs, and my legs were right out in front of me. <laughs> and he and he cut across just as I stepped forward. He tripped himself up on my feet. He then turned around to me and he shouted at me and goes, "What are you?" Doing? doing what are you doing and I was like I was like I managed to keep myself calm while he was there and it's a funny skill that mm -hmm. I was like mate you just tripped yourself up on, on your feet on my feet and now you're telling me off for that just back off but as soon as he mm -hmm. went off shaking his head and all upset I had a panic attack and I and I started mm -hmm. I started breathing short sweating I had shooting pains all the way around the back of my head and mm -hmm. shoulders and neck and down my arms and I began to feel dizzy and I couldn't think and I almost was sick and now that 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 happens every time I have a panic attack to a different mm, different yeah. degrees um, and it, then it lasts for the rest of the day and I'll have a sleepless night and the next day I'll also have pains and physical sensations even from a simple mm. a simple interaction like that it can last for two have you gone are you still there it says trying to reconnect on my phone oh no <laughs> oh no you've gone I lost connection so 
Are you there? Probably pause here for a second. Um, All right. And we're so back. Was, Please continue. I was talking about, I was, yeah, I was talking about my anxieties and how they affect me. And mm. I was thinking about the other types of anxiety that I'd, that I'd experienced. And we were talking about people who, who, who may or may not have anxiety or believe in it. And mm. I was building to, I was building to, I was, I was giving examples, wasn't I, of, of, of scenarios that I can find myself mm. in where actions of others or, or, or events that happen make me feel anxious and give me a panic attack, make me mm. shut down and, and cause me to. Now, in those situations, I don't seek to exert control on others. Mm -hmm. My anxiety isn't about something that somebody hasn't done that I think they should have done. Mm -hmm. So I'm not anxious that Waitrose hasn't stocked samosas i'm not angry with waitrose i'm not like oh you should have stocked samosas waitrose and i'm not you know and i'm not like um with the person who phones me i'm not like ignorant enough to be angry that they should have known that that moment was yeah, the wrong no. time to call me you know i mean it would have been nice if they had sent an email like i'm gonna about to call yeah, you yeah but not everyone but, like, does no, yeah I'm, that's not to be expected like, exactly but i, I so. get the impression so there are some like i said there's one person who i've recently spoke to whose anxiety is purely driven from when people don't say please or thank you to them mm -hmm. they get mm -hmm. anxious and they and they need the other people to say please or thank you when people aren't mm -hmm. aren't on time they get anxious and they need the other mm. people to be on time. Yeah. Now, there's a. I'm not trying to polarize anxiety. I'm not trying to say there are. And mm. but you know, they're 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 two very different examples of anxiety. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I think one comes from a situation from from me. I'm, I'm, I'm my anxiety is rooted in being scared that I've got it wrong, that mm. I'll be told off, that think other mm. things will go wrong, and I get into catastrophizing and things like that. And that's what triggers my anxiety. And I'm. Um, but other people seem to have a sense of anxiety that is triggered by by the extra by people outside people and things outside not doing what they expected so they seem to it's like when they haven't got when their expectations aren't met um and i th and i wonder whether those people that you mentioned coming back to where you where where that long talk of mine started about my anxiety which was the question you raised which was which was about um the people who say, oh, I've been anxious and I didn't get the support and I cope, mm. I get up every day, I go to work, why can't you, why can't they? Mm -hmm. And I just wonder whether they've got a form of anxiety that perhaps isn't as impactful because I don't think, there are people that I know that mm. don't, that simply won't believe that when I have an anxiety attack, not only does it put me out of action physically and emotionally for, mm. for, for you know, that moment, but the shooting pains in my body and the headaches mm. and the bowel pains mm. that I get, mm -hmm. the sleepless nights and the, and the pains for the next day, they have an impact going forward. Mm. And if I happen to have another anxiety attack for another very small reason on the next day, it can compound and compound and it can mm. last, it can continue and it can continue. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you have two or three days of, of, of anxiety inducing things, but I think from the person I spoke to about the, about, you know, being anxious when, when people aren't polite effectively, I don't get the impression from them, from that person that the anxiety has the same effect. It has the same mm -hmm. systemic effect on them. And mm -hmm. I just wonder whether there are, if I'm genuinely honest, I think the person who has that sense of anxiety 
about not people not saying please and thank you and not arriving. I think that's a I think I think that's misdiagnosed control issues, not anxiety issues. I think mm. yeah, anxiety is the way it feels, but mm -hmm. the reason why they're anxious mm -hmm. is because they're not able to control the situation. They're not able to make that person say please and thank you. They're not able to make that person arrive. Because mm -hmm. I think what I've described about how my anxiety happens, it's not about it's not about um that man who cut in front of me, I wasn't trying to stop and tell him how to walk. What made me anxious was the accusations he mm, mm -hmm. levelled at me yeah. for having just been walking and, and in fact for having been something he walked into and I was then suddenly the wrong bad thing being told off and naughty, naughty, naughty. I'm like, but <laughs> I mean, I could have just been standing here, mate, and he'd have walked they into me. They say everyone's so polite in England. <laughs> I'm finding out that's not the case. <laughs> no, there, there's some really, I'm, I'm quite a rude person sometimes as well. No, I can't um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there, there, yeah, there are. I, I don't know. So I just think there are, even within this sense of anxiety. And I don't like you said. We like you said at the beginning. We're not experts. We don't know mm, as much as we yeah. should about everything that we talk about. But Gosh, no. you can you can you can kind of suppose and open up ideas without knowing, mm. can't you? So um, I don't know. I just think there's there's something in in that in terms of the um the. The difference in, in, in forms of anxiety and how people feel yeah, and yeah. see and sense and experience anxiety, yeah, yeah. and and I and I think that um, and I think therefore the people who say things like, "Well, I was anxious and and I, I didn't suffer in the same way," or "Need what you have," or, or mm. "Get what you have," or "I, I didn't ask for mm. what you have," or whatever, and therefore you shouldn't have it. I think they're thinking. I think they're thinking that anxiety is a singular thing that is like the anxiety they've had and, and that mm -hmm. when anybody in the world says, oh, I've got anxiety, they mean the anxiety they've had and that yeah. anxiety they've had was simple, fairly short-lived, mm -hmm. not as impactful of what I've described and certainly not as impactful of what you, you have and what you've told me about. And I, and, and I think so, I, I think that, I think that is that um, kind of, black and white, yeah. lack of empathy, lack of empathy, lack of ability mm. to to believe what the person's saying about mm. what they need. And this is what it all comes down to, isn't it? Mm. When we can when we can um articulate that what we're being given isn't mm. what we need. Mm. There are some people in the world that go, Oh right, I'll change doing what I'm doing and I'll do what you say you need. There are some people in the world that are like, nah, you don't need that. I know what you need. Yeah. You need this, that and the other. And then there are people in between those two extremes, yeah. obviously. And yeah. it's, it's very difficult to, 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 to navigate that when, mm -hmm. when, when, you know, when you're somebody who somebody says to you, I need X, Y or Z from you. Yeah. I know, I know you Eastern very well. If somebody were to say to you, what you're giving me ain't good enough and I need this, you would do your best to do what they say. Wouldn't yeah, you? and, uh, and I, I, I'd probably have anxiety if they said it to me that way. <laughs> if, if they were like, hey, honey, I, I would like you to do this. I need you to do this for me. I'd be like, cool. What if they said, you're not being good enough. Why aren't you doing this? I'd be like, I don't know why I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have known better. Yeah, but it would but still be all internal. Still all, all about, about the fact that you've got it wrong and that you're disappointed in yourself for getting it wrong for them. And yep. all you want to do is get it right for them and them and mm -hmm. them and them. And I think that's one of the things mm -hmm. that drives both of us is that mm -hmm. desire to please everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. 
which takes me, I know I've been talking a lot, I'm sorry Easton, but you've got me on a subject that I, I, I like. Um, yeah. It takes me on to um, this people pleasing idea as well. Mm -hmm. And this, and this idea that, this idea that people pleasing is, is bad and it is the root of the problems that mm. both you and I suffer. One of the roots is that mm. we desire to please everyone. We desire, uh, I, I want to get Rosie the samosas. She couldn't give a damn or not whether I get them. It's nice, you know, but I, I want to please her with it. And um, mm. I didn't want to have that man who tripped up himself upon me. I, 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 I was regretful that I was where I was when he was yeah. there, went there too. And I, I, yeah. I, you know, so this desire to please everyone is part of the reason why I have anxiety and you have anxiety and mm -hmm. because we can't achieve it so easily yeah. and now I've seen a lot a lot out there where they talk about um, people pleasing being a bad thing they mm. talk about you know you shouldn't be a people pleaser because it's unsustainable because it's mm. because it's damaging because it will lead you to being an anxious person having mental health mm. difficulties and I can't deny that because, of course, it's mm. what's happened to me and it's what's happened to you. We've both been mm. down that path. We're both there. We both know that's mm. true. But what I would like to do to it is rather than deny it, I'd like to clarify it. Mm. And I'd like to clarify it by saying that in this system, in this scenario that we live in, mm. people pleasing is mm. impossible and mm. damaging to ourselves. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that... Mm people-pleasing is a bad thing. That means mm. that people-pleasing doesn't work in this system and that what we have mm. to do in this system yeah. is be selfish, take care of ourselves first, mm. and if we've got time left to care for others, then yeah. do so. Unfortunately, the system doesn't leave us much time and therefore we don't care mm. for others. Mm -hmm. But we all saw in the pandemic, mm. in, in, the, in the COVID pandemic, we all saw that when people no longer had to work and mm. there was an urgent situation and the systems of the world did gather around to, to enable that support, yeah. when people had the time, they, they supported each other and they went out yeah. there to, and, they, and they looked after each other and even people who you wouldn't think would volunteer, suddenly volunteering, going go to the shop for this, that, you know, doing all kinds of stuff. That's because they had the time and the freedom and that is because actually looking after each other, collaborating mm -hmm. and working together is a more natural, more sustainable way of being. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't we, work in this system, I agree. Yeah. But it is actually more. I've been doing research into gift-based network as opposed to value-based networks, a value-based mm -hmm. system. Gift-based systems rather than value-based mm -hmm. systems. We live in a value-based system where everything is assigned a value, and that value assignation is done through the attributable power of the people who are assigning the value. So if you have mm. a lot of power and you have some things, you can mm. say, this thing that I have, because I've got a lot of power, is worth a lot of money. And if you've got no power, this thing that you have regardless of whether they're the same things or similar things is not worth mm. money because you've got no power mm. um but in a gift based uh system a gift based system there's no value assigned there's no mm. this is better than that or this is worse than that it's just mm. you give what you can when you can mm. and in that scenario when you're when you're giving everything and you're not um you're not uh focused on trying to prove that mm -hmm. what you give is better than what others give mm -hmm. you, you end up with much more time to give <laughs> mm -hmm. and you end up valuing everybody and you end up with a lot and there's been lots of research and i, and I need to uh, where did i do it I, I, maybe we have to put some links or something in, in the end of it because there's been some, <laughs> there's been some there's been some really good research studies in yeah. in, in, in america and england in england that prove that 
like gift-based systems mm -hmm. as opposed to value-based systems uh -huh. not only create social cohesion better mental health etc etc but and this is the key one for me this is the real important one for me in, the, in, the, in this gift-based versus value-based mm -hmm. is that um you can achieve equality of outcomes for everyone with a gift-based yeah. system you actually can achieve mm -hmm. yes it would take quite a lot of effort to, to achieve it and to maintain it and to facilitate it but it is mm -hmm. possible to achieve equality not only of, in, of, of opportunity but actually equality mm -hmm. of outcome for everybody in a gift-based yeah. network mm -hmm. in a value-based hierarchy it's not even possible to achieve that because a hierarchy mm -hmm. is a fundamentally unequal position and mm -hmm. value base is fundamentally unequal as well mm -hmm. um, and, and, and again, back to mental health, and I, I'll, I'll probably come on to that point in many of our conversations, because I nearly always do. Um, but mental health issues being a symptom of the system we're in, uh -huh. um, you know, I think it's a symptom of the value competitive system. We're set against each other with value, we're set against each other with competition, we're in a hierarchy which is unequal by uh -huh. definition. Um, yeah. We're not going to have good mental health. It's not mm -hmm. easy to maintain that. Whereas if we were in a system where we could work together, give what we wanted when we were able to, we were accepted for the level of value we could give and mm -hmm. you know, the, le the level of productivity we could create and, and nobody told us to do more if we couldn't do more, mm -hmm. um, there, would be, there wouldn't be many things in that kind of system, and there aren't, mm -hmm. and the studies have proved it, that actually would cause poor mental health. There wouldn't be many mm -hmm. things that would make you doubt yourself. There wouldn't be mm -hmm. many things that would make you worry that you had done this, that or the other. And because of mm -hmm. that, when you create that kind of overarching mind state or culture or system, other things in it take on that, that structure in the same way mm -hmm. that a competitive system creates a competitive mindset as a homogenous thing but also as a singular thing and it influences mm -hmm. us to believe that competition is good and therefore when we bump into somebody on the street we go Oi, you you twack you bumped into me yeah because we've got competition as a mindset if yeah. we had collaboration and freedom and gift as a mindset when we bumped into each other on the street that would be something that we all we were predisposed to think in that terms in the terms of gift mm -hmm. and kindness and collaboration and we'd probably bump into each other and go oh sorry mate and walk on you know yeah. And it's just, it's just that difference. I, th I think one of the things we don't maybe aren't conscious of, maybe we're intentionally unconscious of, because it's quite a hard mm. thing to accept, is that the competitive system we've built and we live in actually influences us to be competitive with each other mm -hmm. when competition is not even relevant and is in fact dangerous. You know, it's mm -hmm. good, you know, um, and I, and I and I just think it's swung too far too far in the wrong way and I, and I, and I, and I do yeah I, I think that um, there's something in in mm -hmm. in that about how not only does the system we live in want to create mm -hmm. intentionally create that sense of anxiety for, for productivity's purpose mm -hmm. not only does it want to do that but it also influences us to maintain that because it says we are this system that that should behave in this way and so we start mm -hmm. to bring that behavior into all aspects of our lives um, and 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 it's not it's not healthy to mm -hmm. be so heavily influenced to rely so so consistently on competition and value you know yeah. I'm not trying to say that competition and value doesn't have its place mm -hmm. but I just I'm just beginning to see and realize that perhaps the perspective or the balance has shifted and perhaps value and competition shouldn't be the primary primary tool that we have mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's a tool that we need to apply when it's relevant, mm -hmm. but you know, you don't hammer every single thing that you see, do you? You don't go around carrying a hammer, although, <laughs> although there's a hymn, if I had a hammer, I'd do everything, <laughs> sorry. But you don't, you don't just have one, you have a box of tools. You don't always get the hammer out. If you're gonna put some mm -hmm. shelves up or mend the guard and all that, you don't just yeah. get the hammer out or just always get the saw or just always get the screwdriver out. Mm -hmm. You choose the tool that's suitable to the situation. And yeah. I think capitalism, competition, value base, I think we've just got too carried away with that and we just and we've forgotten mm. about the toolbox and we just carry one one tool around it's not even a multi-tool it's not even one of those stupid multi-tools with all the little bits yeah. that you know that diy experts laugh at but actually we me and you probably use and that's probably all we ever use it's not even a multi-tool it's a singular <laughs> tool and it's not and, and it is not applicable to every situation in fact yeah. unfortunately competition capitalism and value base is beginning to be seen i think as applicable only to a minority of situations and things mm -hmm. like gift network collaboration mm -hmm. are beginning to be seen as more more holistically applicable to more opportunities mm -hmm. and more situations and I, and, mm -hmm. I, and I just i really strongly believe that that's one of the solutions to to the mental health situation is to not only see see that the system we live in is damaging and see that there are opportunities and ways to create more collaborative, more gift situations. And that's one of the things I'm exploring at the moment is how I can mm -hmm. live my life within a competitive system, but align how I live to collaboration, mm -hmm. to yeah. um, gift, to slow progress, to you know, relaxed progress, mm -hmm. as we talked about earlier, how I can, how I can live in that world as much as possible while only stepping my toes into that co co competitive collaborative co mm. competitive value-based situation only when i need to um because it's not it's not it's not healthy for me and um, maybe it is healthy for some people but it isn't for me and i've realized that and mm -hmm. i've realized that you know it's okay to get yourself out of the poisonous caves and go and find a non-poisonous cave it's just, it's just mm -hmm sometimes it's hard to stay there and to stay to stay to keep to, to think that to know that that's right to know that it's okay to leave that system as much as possible and just go in every now and then um yeah so i just want to remind everyone we're not experts <laughs> these are opinions things that we've noticed things that we've learned from experiences and all of these opinions might change or they might stay the same or they might have not have even been phrased correctly. So if you heard something and you think, ah, oh, that must mean they think this, you might be wrong. Um, you might be wrong. Yeah, probably yeah, are. You might, you might, or, or you might be right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you didn't uh, describe, you didn't talk about your anxiety and how it affects you in this one. We, we talk about it another we'll time. We'll get maybe. to that. We'll yeah, get yeah. to that. We'll, we'll do a part two. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for watching, and hopefully my phone doesn't die before I can say bye to Chris, too. So, bye. bye.